You deserve to love your EMR. You use it all the time as a physical therapist. Well, our friends at MW Therapy, they deliver a modern all-in-one outpatient PT EMR with the built-in patient portal, marketing automations, and billing features you want at a value you deserve. Find them online at mwtherapy.com where switching your EMR is easy. And where's your PT license going to take you? Jackson Therapy. Uh, providing awesome adventures in patient care for physical therapists who care about where they're going. Find them online at jacksontherapy.com. That is jacksontherapy.com if you want to be a travel physical therapist. Uh, like the uh, guest on today's show, uh, Matt Jurek is jumping on. We're going to have a beer with him. A while ago, as a travel physical therapist, he discovered this thing called RTM or remote therapeutic monitoring. Pretty cool. The idea there is there are codes that exist. And then if you have these different types of interactions with patients, keeping them on track, helping them rehabilitate faster, and you don't necessarily have to be in person to do it, um, you can get paid for doing that. Those things are PT services. But maybe you're like, I don't know where to get started or how to do that. Or, oh, it's going to be overwhelming. I don't know how to do it. Uh, Matt is here to be like, hey, man, I'm a PT. And he literally just took some time, taught himself how to do this, found out how to do it and do it smoothly. He's going to walk us through the nuts and bolts. And then and then one of our sponsors, who I've talked about on the show before, Physiotech, um, they have that sort of software solution. There is a little bit of a gap that you might need a software solution. And the fun part was Matt's story and Physiotech sort of overlapped in Matt's journey of like, hey, there's this thing called RTM and maybe I could learn it. And to help my lifestyle and you know, you know, earn a little more money and help a little more of my patients. And then Physiotech stepped up and was like, well, we're a software company. We could help you do a lot of these things. And it's a match made in heaven. Uh, they're both rowing the boat in the same direction. So a uh, great episode with Matt about RTM. So if you're thinking about it, or if, even if you've heard it on, online or heard people talk about it, and you're like, I really don't know what this is. By the end of the episode, you're gonna understand RTM fully. And maybe you're, you'll be a little warmer and you'll feel a little more safe and uh and confident about jumping into it or at least having at least knowing where the next step is for you uh so let's jump into the episode here matt jurek on pt podcast thing uh matt jurek welcome to the podcast matt thanks jimmy good to be thanks here for, thanks for taking time uh we get the hard questions out of the way when we still have most brain power so i asked the difficult questions first so matt prepare yourself for this one what are you drinking Let's see. We tried something local. I'm in Virginia now, so it's Star, Star Hill, Hill Northern Lights. Yeah, I'm an IPA guy. That's good. Uh, you are not far from where I went to PT school, so I know about Star Hill because uh, one of the people who made sure that I launched this podcast, one of my my former professors, now one of my BFFs, Sky Donovan from Marymount University, that's like her favorite brewery. She loves their beer called The Love. It's just called The Love from Star Hill. So I am familiar with Star Hill. They make very great uh, stuff. So good, good selection. You're in good hands okay. with, uh, with okay. that. I am doing something equally local. I'm about an hour North of New York city. So I have, uh, in my doctor of physical therapy, uh, uh, <laughs> here, I have uh Newburgh brewing company, the nano boss. I am also doing an IPA. So cheers to Matt jerk. Uh, cheers, bud. thank you, man. Mm. Mm -hmm. It hits different when it's ice cold. I got it on tap. A buddy of mine gave me an old kegerator. So I got it on tap now. So I don't want to be bougie, but I'm sort of bougie at this point. That's kind of smooth. Uh, 
thanks to uh, Owens Recovery Science. Was lucky enough to see those guys at CSM a few weeks ago. They are they they bring you the first round here on the show. Uh, if you're looking for certification on personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training, the kids these days are just calling it BFR. Uh, if you want to do that properly in your clinical practice, they have the certification so you do it safely. They have all the equipment you might need. Johnny literally flies around the world. I saw him maybe like two months ago at Sacred Heart University. And I'm like, where are you going? And he literally had to open his phone to tell me where he was going to be in the next few. He's like, going to Japan or some crazy place like that. And then going to some hot like professional team and then some, you know, like high ranking NCAA team that he was going to do. So he does the thing with BFR. They're the guys. So OwensRecoveryScience.com. And if you like podcasts and beer and BFR, they have their own podcast, which is called the Owens Recovery Science Podcast, which is a smart thing, way to name it because people will remember. All right. We got that out of the way. Uh, Matt, you hunt shark teeth. Is that true? Yeah, That's a thing that I is. heard. I need yeah, to explain what that means. Like you're, you're on the beach somewhere looking for shark teeth. Shark teeth. I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't think it was a possibity. We've been we've been traveling. My wife's a PT. I'm yeah. a PT. We we've been doing the travel PT gig, full time RV lifestyle with the family for three years now. I mean, it's pretty cool. I, it is. Cool. We we just we just hit our forty first state um wow. with the kids yeah so i've got a nine and a half and a six and a half year old that have been to 41 states now which and is you're living full-time in the rv or do you go art location location and get a place or you stay in the rv 100 percent of the time 100 percent of the time that yeah, yeah that's lets us like we've we've camped blm out in the mountains um underneath mount albert in colorado and done all the national parks in california and hung out at my brother and sister-in-law's you know because they got a farm property out in indiana yeah. so it's like it just lets us go it's it's really cool so so yeah so we're gonna do florida for a month and i read all these things there's shark teeth my first love was paleontology that's what i wanted to be when i was when i was growing up when i when i could figure out that word that's what i want okay kind of huh. cool so it like brought out the little boy in me oh i can find shark teeth so of course my daughter she's uh, seven at the time she finds the first one, finds the second one. I, don't, I can't find any shark teeth. Well, we make our perimeter, the shark tooth capital of the world, you know, off in the ghost, the coast, um, the Gulf Coast. Sorry, got tripped up there. Uh, start finding some there. Then we move down to the Keys and then up the up the coast side on the East Coast. And, and we're finding shark teeth. And I kid you not, I found half a megalodon shark tooth. It's like four and a half inches long. And then I just got really nerdy about it. Well, if like, you find like a megalodon nerdy. tooth, like that's legit. Now you're now you're in the hobby. Now you, I mean, it's nah, like hummels. You can't collect all. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta catch them all. You're like a Pokemon guy. <laughs> that's cool. I love the fact that, like, you know, it's very fitting in terms of you're traveling the country as a physical therapist. Your wife is traveling the country with you as a PT. It's very much. It, it shows the it shows the width and the breadth of our profession. Is you can do what you want to do where we want to do it. I mean, one of the sponsors of our, of this podcast is Jackson therapy and they do, they do that. And people often like, what, like how far into your career did you start that? Cause I remember when I graduated in 2016, it was like, Oh, don't do that for at least five years. But more and more people jump into it earlier and earlier into their, some people are leaving, they got the cap and gown and then just go right out. And then they go. Yeah. Yeah. The, we started kind of late. I mean, it was cause I graduated in 08 and we sold everything in 19. Just so, cashed it all in and said, I'm in. Yep. And we just went for it. I mean, we were we were missing out on the kids. We were doing the hustle bustle. And like you said, the the cool thing about the profession, 
it, it allowed us to be flexible and be creative. Wow. So, so we did it. And yeah, so neither of us are working full time at the same time. So if she does a contract, I homeschool and then we see cool stuff for a while and then we flip flop. Um, and then, you know, recently with the RTM stuff that we'll get into like that, yeah. that allowed more, more flexibility. And it's, I, I kind of feel greedy when I say it, but um, yeah, man, that's what I was looking for is more flexibility. So if I have an internet connection, you're like at can, work. I you can, can do be stuff. Work. Like I, said, I work for a hospital in New York City, and I just said I work, I live an hour about north of New York City. I've been to the actual yeah. hospital maybe six, five, six times in three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm not engaged. It's not that I can't be doing things. All right. So, so the topic really goes along the lines of you having this lifestyle, and you came and you sort of what tripped across RTM, which before we hit record, I said I feel like a lot of people are like, yeah, I sort of know what that is. A lot of practice owners that I've talk to off air just shooting the breeze they're like that's something they're in the getting ready phase i'll get to that i'll get to that but they stop because they're like it feels overwhelming i don't know what it is yet you lose that first mover advantage right i mean if you wait until everybody's doing it and then you're like i should have done this a year ago so we got to start with the nuts and bolts matt that's why we have you here break it down how would you explain pt to pt what rtm is yeah 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 so and, and and just a little bit of a background too, because the the group that I worked for for a decade out in Oregon, right. really good oh, buddies, right, right. With, really good buddies with the with the owner, and and we doubled back two years after our traveling because we wanted to see friends out there, right? Great friends, okay. So I do a contract with with my buddy, and and before I leave, I said, "What can I do remotely? Some kind of telehealth thing?" And so this was spring of twenty two, and, and he says, "Have you heard of RTM?" Do you know what it is? Do you know anything about it? He's like, I don't have the bandwidth. And that's what I hear too with, with owners. Thing. I mean, Overloaded. they're just loaded down, man. I mean, time is a four-letter word to to these guys. And uh, so I said, I'll, I'll figure it out because I'm blessed with time. Like, look at this. So when it's RTM, full bore, figured out what it was, figured out where we needed to um, place our efforts to make it work and then how to overcome hurdles, right? So I spent the entire summer of last summer figuring this out and made it efficient enough that I felt like I had a workflow. I had a, I had a, the ability to train on behalf of owners. You figured out the process this. and then you realized that you could teach the process. That I could teach the process because owners don't have that time. They you know, don't. like like yeah. you just said, they they think, okay, maybe I can get on this. It seems reasonable. These numbers look cool. And then it and then it stops and, and kind of get hit with yeah, how. the how. Yeah. Right. So RTM in a nutshell. Um and I'm gonna lead with this too when I start to explain it because it the lights go on I see with PTs. The we've been cut I don't know how many times over the last decade, 12 years by Medicare decrease sure. reimbursements, right? Sure. Every year we're seeing these percentages come out. So what what are we? We are doctors of, prof- of a profession that uses medicine as our medicine or exercise as our medicine, right? So why aren't we asking our patients to take this pill, follow through on it? Our stuff works. The research is out there, right? We're putting right. it in front of doctors' faces saying it works. So CMS is actually saying, we agree with you. So if you do these steps and help your patient be more compliant, we're going to pay you for it. So that's the low hanging fruit of RTM. Um, 
The 98975 is, look, I have this thing that's going to improve your compliance. It's going to track your compliance. It's going to allow you to communicate with me better. I'm going to train you on it. That's 98975. You do that at eval. Okay, great. Um, you know, there's nuances within the code of, of monitoring and stuff. But once that's done, it's there for you to bill when that time elapses. Um, 98977 says, all right, clock starts. We got 30 days from the time you train the patient. If that patient logs in and interacts with what you're providing, whether it's um, a home exercise software program or an app or a device, a wearable, something like that, 16 of those 30 days, that patient in, is interacting with this device that you've trained them on, you can build another code. Right. So that's the low hanging fruit. So that just takes encouragement. That just takes what we're doing in sure. terms of modifying and, and, and updating their home exercise. Um, and then the eight zero. So nine, eight, nine, eight, zero and eight, one are like buckets every calendar month for all those organic things that we do in our time with answering an email, updating home exercise program, um, modifying things, tracking their compliance. But it does involve one synchronous communication, which is a phone or a video chat. Um, sometime in that calendar month. But if all those things accumulate to over 20 minutes, you've got another billable code. So it's 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 kind of a recognition of what we're already doing. Our profession of supplying exercise as medicine, do it, take it, take your pill. And look, I want you as my patient to be successful. So I'm going to put the little extra handheld in there to guide you during this process. That's another code. And, and it, it correlates perfectly with the research of, of when patients report best outcomes, you know? Well, it shows that, I mean, you know, uh, necessity is the mother of invention, right? Uh, I, I loved how like telehealth was all a buzz in Denver at CSM in 2020. Not long after that, the a month later, the world went upside down. And then we said, a lot of people were saying, again, like sort of that punting. Telehealth will be a thing five, 10 years, but I'll probably be retired by then, two months later. And the thing that I note anyway, is there are codes for this. Matt's not like guessing at this. You're not guessing mm -hmm. at this. You're not mm -hmm. hoping these codes are, are you know, are going to pop up. These codes exist, which means um, they're billable right now. You'll be yeah. paid for these. And this is the way you, this is the way you explain what you're doing with the patient is use these particular codes. This is not like how Matt's fudging a code. This is, this is what the code is for. It's why this code exists. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's 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 there for the taking. Um, like I said, there's low hanging fruit, little bit extra fruit in there. Is the apple sweet enough to take a bite of? You know, it, it it's going to cover a lot of what the last decade has done to us in terms of reduction right. and reimbursements. It is. Um, do you have to figure out a, an additional workflow within your system to engage in this and have good compliance by your staff and by right patients? Yes. And that, that's the next chunk of overwhelming scenario that enters a, a clinic director's mind. But that's the gap that I saw. And that's what I want to say. I can do this for your clinic within a couple a couple of meetings. I get to be the bad guy to tell them, hey, we're going to change the clock from the east-facing wall to the west-facing wall. Right. So complain to me kind of thing, you know? Right. All right. So once yeah. you figure out, you, you, you took a summer, you, you dug deep because you had the time because you your, your wife was on an assignment. So you were, you were home. You had the time, you figured out how it worked. You, you understood the gravity of the situation, right? Which way does the sun rise in, in this RTM world? How does it work? And you created a workflow, but now people are saying, okay, well, Matt figured it out for him. 
but we, we, how am I going to sort all this? Do I need to hire a Matt or can I do it? Or can I, can this be a part of someone's job? So like, how is it feasible on top of someone who you said this, which is great. I'm going to steal this. You said time is a four letter word for this person. And they're thinking, I don't know how to, I don't know how to squeeze out another second out of this stone. How is it? How is RTM feasible in an already busy clinic environment in a business? Yeah. 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 So that, that, those first two codes for the exercises. I mean, honestly, that's low hanging fruit. That's just you telling your patient, let's engage this way. I'm going to encourage you to do it. Okay, go for it. Um, the next component to that is the eight zero codes. And that's part of the training. We figure out your unique scenario. You may have a mom that's going to return from maternity leave that doesn't want to come back full time, but she'll put an additional three hours of work a week at home. Sure. So she's calling the patients. That's okay. That's acceptable. Um, it's it can be worked into schedule these calls and leave little blanks of time for each P PT in their week. You schedule with that PT a phone call. Um, cancellations, no shows. It's a chance to just kind of pick up the phone, take, engage, take that, do that, take that time back. So so there's there's different ways within that zone that it can be worked in. It's it's a mindfulness thing. Than, rather than than a, a find more time kind of thing. Um, okay. And, yeah. So so the two two models would be centralized PT. So that's kind of what I do for this group out in Oregon. I'm mobile. I make the calls. I interact with the patients. The PTs don't have to do anything extra other than say, let's do your exercises. Um, or you can have each PT doing their thing. Sure. The the one thing that coincides with that, it's almost a fifty fifty split. You have to have some kind of software that's going to track this. Right. That's what your PTs. Right. right. This is gonna, this yeah. is gonna make more administrative burden on these PTs who are all already up to their to their eyeballs in it. So there yeah. needs to be yeah. a software component. You gotta have a software component, you gotta have a human component, and the, the combination of the two have to go hand in hand. But yeah, the software component needs to trigger your PTs, be easy to just kind of pull up at progress report time, say these are the RTM codes that are suitable to build. Boom, here's the documentation, and then and then you go. Once you have that, it's it's not extra time, really. It's just mindfulness. So the, so the juice is worth the squeeze if you can get a process, right? And then you had that yep. software component, which always, um, I mean, I always ask people when people tell me to like download an app, I'm like, does what, what does it do? And then do I, I always ask myself, do I need that? And if I need that, I say, is it does it actually do that? Like, does it actually is it actually going to help me do that, or am I going to do ninety percent of the work and it does it does ten? So I, I do want to say the, re, the the way we got connected was through Physiotech. So the guys at Physiotech, we, we were talking about something completely different about CSM. I didn't even know who they were. I got on a phone call with these guys. And I was like, I don't know who these guys are, but I'm going to talk to them about this event that I helped put on at CSM. And they started talking about RTM. And I was like, oh, you guys figured it out. Like, so they're the other, they're the, they're the, who Matt is talking about, right? They're mm -hmm. the people who saw this a while ago. And we're like, this thing has a, this thing is great. RTM is great, but there is a gap if we fill it and make it easy. And so if we understand what this gap is, everybody wins, right? Cause we haven't really even gotten to what is the patient get out of this? And we will get it. We will get into that, but you've got the provider who's like, okay, I'm going to earn a little more, right? I'm going to make, I'm going to make ends meet. It's not going to make my head hurt. You've got the technology end of it going, is this app going to make things easier? Is it just going to, 
it'll look sweet the first couple of times I use it, but no, it, it integrates with all these EMRs and yada, yada. So it is going to be able to track those things, which would put, you know, which would sort of uh, put, put a little more administrative burden on people. So I guess those are the two equations, right? Yeah, yep, that's, that's, that's exactly right. So there was that human component gap. I like, I mean, the, the flow of our conversation is taking us right there. That was, that was the, the lead up. We were using Physiotech as our HEP for this clinic. I was sorting things out for this past oh, summer. Oh, you started right? with them as an HEP. So I, I contacted Physiotech and I was like, look, I need A, B, C, and D to be able to more efficiently bill RTM. What, what can we do? And so instantly a partnership between myself and Physiotech was built where I was just like, let's build something that for me being on the ground PT, this is what I want to see. And I've got to assume all the other PTs are going to want to see this too. And so we just went at it. And now I'm the advisor of our, for RTM for Physiotech to kind of explain this stuff. They've created all this the cool dashboard that's Back triggering the PTs. If, just like they I heard wanted. what you were saying, like I needed to do this and this and this. And if it does, so you were already in the software. You're like, I'm already prescribing exercises here. Yep. You know, it'd be great. I could build another app, but that would bring, that would put another app in the equation. What if we built all these things I needed it to do into this app? Cause this thing already exactly. does what I needed to. I'm already interfacing with it. So it knows how to time me. Yep. If you could just somehow wire a code. And now we have things like, you know, Zapier and API, you know, you know, um, APIs between different programs. Like it's just mm -hmm. pipes, man. Yep. That's yep, a that's cool progression. And they yeah. listened to you say that and said, okay, we let's, let's take a look at, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's exactly how it happened. Right. I know. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. So now let's talk about it from the patient end. We're talking about it from business owners. We're talking about people who use it in terms of the providers like the exact providers. What does changing and, and taking this thing, therapeutically monitoring someone remotely, RTM, what does that do? What does that give beneficially for the patients that we treat, for the people that we treat? Yeah, there, there's a couple things. And there's there's a, a little blend that happens. Like if you put the pros for the for the patient right next side to the pros for the PT, there, there's a blend that happens. Um, if you talk purely on the PT side of things, when I've speaking spoken with um clients in regards to things just just organically to the point where i feel comfortable saying what do, what do you think about what we're doing here like sure what do you what do you think oftentimes the response i get is once i got over the fact that it was one more thing for me to do i actually really appreciated it they're like in my past pt experiences you know in two months, I'd end up with five sheets that had coffee stains on them and I lost one of them and I couldn't right. refer back right. to them. They're like, now that I've got this and I know that somebody's kind of watching, like I'm actually doing my exercises and guess what, Matt, like I'm, I'm getting better quicker. Like I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> it it yeah. has a little bit of a gamification component in it, right? Like why, mm -hmm. you know, when I don't jump on my Peloton for seven, for six and a half days, I start thinking, man, my, my weak exercise streak is going to go away. When I, when I think what you just said is right. When, when I know someone's watching, it, it's different. It, it's it's like yeah. well, someone's monitoring this, so I better do it instead of here's a piece of paper, go do these things. We're sort of not really paying attention. It it closes that gap. It sort of gamifies it. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, as a PT too, we're all kind of constrained in this model of it has to be two times a week for eight weeks. Like like who says why? And and do injuries really heal that way? No. Like 
it yeah. might take it, it might take four to six weeks to get your patient really changing their habits and, and doing something beneficial, but their healing process and full change is going to happen over the course of months, right? So it, it, it coincides with the, what we already believe there. And then RTM allows you to help from a distance, you know? So after those two months are done, why not meet once a month for maintenance? Call it whatever you want to in your plan of care. As long right. as it's there and RTM is going to be a part of it, that person can still be build those extra RTM codes during those once a month visits, right? So it, it helps to extend. It helps to more fully rehab. So uh, outside outside of um, uh, uh, the interaction, so so walk through the interactions again with me. You said the person has to interact with this with this app or this digital device asynchronously, right? So if they if they interface with like a, a HEP app sixteen times out of thirty, so essentially 50, more than fifty percent of uh, of the month or sixteen times. Um, and then there has to be X number of minutes total. Walk, walk me through that one more time. I just want to make sure people wrap their head around that. Yeah. So the 16 is by itself. And that right. is going to relate to the, the 98977 code. 7.5 is, is you've monitored for, for X amount of time. But those codes are the exercise codes. So I, I picture, you know, who, whoever's making these codes up says, look, if a patient's doing their exercises every other day, they're going to get better quicker. Right. So let's call it 16 out of 30. Let's go above 50%. So that's, that's those codes. You can bill independently 98980 and 81, which is your interaction time and your effort spent modifying their home exercise program, sending an email and having at least one asynchronous call. So if you have the very, very technological declined person that, that just cannot type in once or twice, you can still build those eight zero codes. If you send an email, you modify, I mean, you can modify their home exercise program and still print it out for them and add those minutes to that bucket. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, so, so physiotech sort of fills in the blanks because it's going to track these things. These things are going to be gonna, trackable. Yep, because it, it that's tracks. what business owners want to hear is like, how do I how do I prove this? Do I you know, what, what am I doing? But it does it within their own app is what you're saying. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yep. They took what already existed as a as a extreme, the most robust that I've ever run across HEP software. Um, it takes that and then the patient engagement already existed, too. And it, it just puts it in a place where, yes, it's tracking how many, when, and during what breadth of time, but it's also triggering the PT to it's time to build these codes. Like, Got it. like you're good to build it now. Yeah. All right. What, what do you see? Cause you've been doing this for a while now. What do you, what do you see in terms of uh, let's go with patients first. Um, they're liking it. I mean, you sort of mentioned uh, uh, one interaction already, but patients sort of like this, this feeling of, of having eyes on or having someone paying attention to their rehab a little bit better. It's a little mixed bag, honestly, like yeah. you can probably imagine, you know, sure. um, just being totally truthful. Um, it, it's a mixed bag. And, and sometimes it's boiled down to um, the the excuse that's gone to quickest is I'm 75 and I don't know how to use technology. Yeah. Here, the, the interesting stat that I found tracking whom I've built on the average age is 74. Really? Yep. Um, and so they know how to do it. 
And it was really easy during Christmas time because, you know, if I got to that point of somebody and I, I got the okay from the owner that I was doing this for, right? Um, there was a couple of forks that I took. One was if I got the technology excuse, I'd say, you know, how, did, did you shop on Amazon for Christmas this year at all? And it was like, oh, yep. silence. of course. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You could hear a pin drop, right? Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, yes, ma'am, you know how to do it. So then the next lead up is, is they're all aware that Medicare is not paying the PTs what, what right. we deserve for our profession right now. Um, so having that conversation where I've been asked, Medicare is not going to, not going to pay for my treatment. And I say, no, they'll pay, but not enough. Like, like I got that. Okay. So, you know, that's part of the training too. Like what kind of verbiage do you want to use? Do you, do you want this so that you can still serve your sure. community of Medicare patients? Well, then we need to get a little extra reimbursement out of them. And sometimes that might require playing hardball. I'd say it's 50, 50, man. Some people just go along with it. They're like anything. It, so they go for it. Yep. Yeah. Like anything. Um, some folks really see the benefit and are seeing the value of, look, I've got access to this. I, I'm doing it. I'm held accountable. I'm establishing a new pattern. Like that's what it's for. Sure. Um, so yeah, a good portion are seeing that. Mm -hmm. I like. How about the other side of the coin, the providers and the business owners, they liking this? Is it, is it easy enough? Is it, is it, you know, what, what does it look like from their end? It's, it's an adjustment. You know, sure. honestly, when, when you employ something new, it's an adjustment. Um, we're still early enough in the phase that I would say that only a handful of folks that I'm training feel fluid enough in what they're doing, that it's a second nature thing. And now sure. they're seeing the benefit. Um, there's still parts to sort out within each organization too, where, you know, is there, is there some kind of incentive for the PT to actually take his cancellation and make these phone calls? You know, if there's not, then we need to figure out a time where you're setting aside times right, to make those right, synchronous right. phone calls. Um, so, you know, it's almost there, man. And I alluded to the fact of the sweet apple, um, you know, the, the ROI that comes back, it always ends up worth it no matter if you factor in the little bits of time that I'm explaining. Um, but the process to get there is, is still something. I mean, it's, it's something that needs to be overcome if, if you so desire it. So I think at, at anybody that's considering it, the little sweet zone is like, if you take over 20% Medicare, MedAdvantage, federally funded insurance, like the ROI is worth it over 20%. Sure. It's sure. worth that that involvement to implement. Yeah. Do you want to throw a number like realistic reimbursement increase? If a clinic jumps in and they're and they're doing and they're and they're, and they're in on this, what what are the, what can they expect? What's a ballpark figure? So that's going to vary with how many <laughs> how many PTs yeah, they got, how many they got. So you almost have to take it like per PT. Per so PT. if you said okay. if you said you had like I I did my best because that's what owners want to know. You know, I get this question, so I want to be prepared. Um, so I said, if I took into consideration somehow patient compliance, figuring out that your PTs are trained and they're compliant, um, for two, for three months, we're going to say that the patient was around two to three months. You're looking at about 150 to $170 per patient. Per extra. patient per what month? Uh, per plan of care. Got it. Supposing that the plan of care is about three months and that is taking into consideration about 70% that are compliant with the, 
logging in 16 times, sure. getting about 50, 50% of those synchronous phone calls. So if you put a little bit more emphasis on those phone calls or a little bit more compliance stuff from the patient, you can work yourself up to about $200 per two to three month plan of care per patient. Right. Right. So it's like, is the apple sweet enough? Well, I mean, you know, if, if you got, if you got a PT that works on 45 minute slots, like no aids, no nothing, he can see 30 new patients in a month. If 30%, that's 10 Medicare patients per month, new month that's coming in. Right. So that one PT can then generate that extra revenue for me from there. So you, you got to break it down and boil it down. I'd like to say that it was worth a lot more, um, mm -hmm. you know, so, so that's an, an absolute no brainer. But like I said, if you are already using some kind of app that's going to get you there and trigger you there and go as the well. next step, you got to try. So let's talk about this. This is the last like big topic, right? Software. What type of software is needed? FDA, you know, what, what is, what, what do you recommend? What should people be looking out for? So in, in written in the description, um, is FDA approved device, right? Um, what I've come to learn is there's classes of devices. Class one is a device that is like a wearable. It's touching the patient physically. That like that needs to be approved by oh, FDA. Thing. Oh, 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 like a wall, like something that measures biometrics or something like that. Watch or a couple, yeah, tabs that's going somewhere that's measuring your range of motion. Um, you know, something for dexterity or something that's going to measure that. Got it. So that, that needs to be totally approved. I honestly can't even remember what class two was. Class three is the app. So the, the software app that the patient's logging into needs to be registered with the FDA. So that software company should have that registration number. So if, if, a, if you're interviewing your software app company, get that information, right? Um, and then make sure that they're adhering to the, the guidelines set forth by CMS to say, we want to see these kind of things come out of that app. And those kind of things are um, compliance. They're like RPE, pain, um, possibility of, of tracking sets, reps, durations, weights, right. that kind of thing, right? Um, and then messaging, some way to easily interact, get the attention of the PT. Like those okay. things should be built into that. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I I don't have to say this, but I will say this is that they're a new sponsor of the show because they're like, listen, we have a great product that adds up to 200, you know, maybe more <laughs> dollars per patient <laughs> per quarter per plan of care. If that yeah. would help your business. I mean, that's what that's really how this organically this this conversation came about. That's Physiotech. So uh, RTM can do that. And you know, Physiotech is an app that is checking all of these boxes. They did that because Matt you know, sort of raised his hand and said, listen, you guys are, you guys are a Therex program, but what if you were an RTM program on top of that? So uh, improve patient outcomes, reduce provider frustration, improve clinic revenue, want to do all those things and it, good for the patient, good for the clinic. Uh, you, you can find that out and book a, a quick call with the team over there. They'll walk you right through this. I'm pretty sure you're the guy who shows up when, when people yep. book a call. So you can talk to Matt. Uh, do that at physiotech.ca. That's physiotec.ca. This is not going to be the, this is not something that's sort of like, I don't, this is the, it feels like 
something that people are going to say, I'll do it six months from now. And next thing you know, it's three years and you're going to kick yourself and why you weren't doing that if you're a clinic owner or a, a private practitioner, right? I mean, it feels like yeah. it's not going anywhere. They're making codes. No. They're not making codes for things that are going away that not quickly. That's right. It's not a fad. It's it's the first step in, in some kind of direction sure. when you're talking hybrid care. It is. It's It's got to be. Um, yeah. People who rage against it, I think I actually had this this analogy for the with a team from uh physiotech they're out of canada so i don't know if they got this analogy i'll have to include them in but it, it was like when napster was around and you had metallica like raging against technology and they were like ban mp3s and people were like do you understand that mp3 is a file compression you can't really it's out of the genie's out of the box man and then you had other bands like foo fighters who were like dude give away your music for free and just make your money on concerts and 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 tickets and whatever and it's, it was the people who leaned into digital music. And this is back when I was in radio. It's like people who leaned into this because it benefited the listener. It benefited the, the potential customer. And, and also not liking remote therapeutic monitoring or you know hybrid care or telehealth, not liking it because this isn't what I signed on for. You're shoveling against the tide, my man. Like you're just mm -hmm. like you're just you're not liking the fact that the tide rises a couple times a day, you know. Instead of just saying how how can I how can I use this or how can I use this to really move the needle in what I wanted to move anyway, which is help people, and, and wow. it's okay to help people and to help your clinic. Those two things are yeah. not mutually exclusive. It's an okay thing. I would like you doing both at the same time, which it feels like this is is a good thing. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. And you know, one one other thing within that, just purely what RTM is, like we mentioned, it's going to happen somewhere, and I'm going to stick with my PT roots. Like I'm, I'm heavily exercise based, but the five finger magic of the hand on the back and telling your patient that you're with them because right. you're having that face to face yeah. interaction that cannot go away, but there's going to be somewhere where there's a drop off in, in that three times a week forever scenario that's out Correct. there. Right? Like, it's already yeah. happening. Right. I mean, people right. keep the people who, who tell you how great it was and how it sucks right now. Um, you can okay i got it i agree but now what are we going to do right what's something i can do rtm it's something you can do mm -hmm. it shouldn't be everything that you're going to do right it's 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 something so you can you can you can get a couple inches back from what you know what the big you know payers have, have chipped away you can get a few of those a, a few of those things back so yeah uh book yeah. a call talk to matt we yeah. have no idea where Matt's going to be when you book a call with him, though, because he's in Virginia now. Right. He's going to be in Florida. Who knows? Who knows where he's going to be? That's right. That's right. You know, one thing I'll add too, Jimmy, that I get often, almost one of the very first questions that come up: What other private insurers have you seen paying these uh, bills at this point? Right. Um, and my answer to them at this point is: At the end of twenty-two, when some of our friends that were also patients had met their deductibles. We felt comfortable saying, hey, we've got this program. Do you want to get involved with it? We will bill your insurance the cost of what these extra codes are. And because they were friends, they'd met their insurance. Yeah, bill my insurance. Let's let's see what happens. So at the end of 22, we felt safe in trying and, and found that there was a smattering of big payers that, that were reimbursing. Um, the... The thing that I feel is it kind of has to be an opt-in when you get to that more out-of-pocket cost if you're going to employ it in your in your clinic. But the place that I cannot fathom why it wouldn't go next is some kind of workers' compensation 
right. field. Um, you know, they want to see every visit that was missed or canceled. Why not see every exercise that was logged kind of thing? So that's probably going to have to be a ground up. Talk to the adjuster, the overseeing adjuster who's going to talk to the, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but that's that's my answer. And I, that would probably become a question for anybody that listened to this podcast. That's that's my fortuitous answer there. Yeah, where the puck is going to next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Anything I didn't ask about this? Because you 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 walk people through this for right. physiotech. So you get a lot of the questions. Anything we didn't cover? I mean, the really detailed stuff about their particular business, they should book a call. We'll put the link in the show notes for physiotech so they can do that. But anything right. I didn't ask or bring up that you're like, that you usually see a light bulb go on for, for clinic owners or anything? No, no. Okay. I mean, I could recap what we said, but I think we covered just about everything that was put in there. And, and then you did a good job throwing out okay. questions that I hear often. Because I'm a really good podcast host, Matt. That's you did so good. <laughs> well, perfect. Well, that's what we wanted this to be. Was I need this to be enough to someone. I'm not trying to sell anything to someone. I want to make sure they understand it and go, huh, yeah. if this might be right for me, I do want to book that one-on-one call with Matt. Right. Because maybe this could be for something. Because again, I said, as soon as I started talking, started talking to the guys from Physiotech, I'm like, oh, people's objections are going to be is this one more thing I'm going to have to do? And they're like, it's mm-hmm. not. I'm like, then we need to say that. This just goes into my Correct. brain in terms of like, hey, if you're going to sponsor my show, I'm going to make sure I believe in what you do. And I want to communicate it to the pain points of the audience. Always talk ah. about the benefits. Don't talk about the features. Physiotech's got a lot of features. We didn't talk about any of them. We talked about the benefits. This thing's going to, it's going to track the minutes for you. It's going to do the documentation. It's going to integrate. Those are benefits, benefits, benefits. I'm sure they have pointed questions and they're going to want to walk you. Business owners are going to want to walk through a few times, or maybe they're going to ask you the same question six different ways. I'm the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm the same thing. You're buying a car. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the same question 30 different ways. Uh, so do that. We're going to throw the uh, the link to Physiotech in the, uh, in the show notes. Uh, Matt, are you ready to play three questions? Oh boy. Yeah, let's do it. There we go. Three <laughs> questions. All right. Uh, three questions brought to you by our friends from ATI. They're one of the leaders in clinical research within the PT profession. With more than 600 ATI clinics placed in the 100th percentile in CMS's merit-based incentive program for the second consecutive year. If you want to join their team and jumpstart your new career, that's ATIPT.com. Go to ATIPT.com. All right. Uh, so you've been all over. Yeah. So I want to, you've done what, 40, 41 states that you've lived lived in? Yeah, actually stayed in. State, uh, actually stayed, stayed in. in. All right. Had to be so, a night. So for people out there, one of our other sponsors is actually also another travel PT uh, organization. Uh, where would you want to go back to? Where were you like, hey, this is a place in the country as a PT doing a travel assignment that I'm like, yeah, let's go back there. I would say Colorado, man. I, I, Hard there was beat. a lot for me to do. It's it's hard to beat. That's right. Yeah. We get yeah. a lot of, when I ask that question, we get a lot of Colorado. We get a lot of Hawaii. We get a lot of Alaska. Sure. They're just the edges. I haven't been to Alaska yet. Haven't done Alaska? It's dope. I haven't I done Alaska there, yet. I was there for like a week, maybe almost a week. It was awesome. I mean, everything everybody says it is, and then more. I mean, it's just, and it's then just, it was for it, you. <laughs> yeah. And then I want to go home because I was I was camping and I was dirty for like, I was we were on the road for two weeks. I'm like, I want to go home. I'm going to need a shower. Uh, second question is what's something the audience should take a look at if they want to take a deeper dive into some of the things we talked about today? Would you, would you suggest, is there like a government, is there a resource that you're like, this is the nuts and bolts? Is it something that physiotech has? A lot of times people like to touch something. They're like, where's the checklist? Where's the brochure? What do you got? I say, I say 
talk to folks, talk to folks first, um, that are doing it, you know, yeah. that's, that's the proof They're gonna give you the real deal. Honestly, that are doing it. I mean, you're, you're going to hear maybe, maybe the version that I say is a little bit different than the other specialist over here sure. that says it, but it all boils down to, um, those codes, how, how, what they mean the in process. terms of what you're already doing and, and then talk to somebody that's doing it. Yeah. You know, right. talk to like somebody that. that's doing that. Yeah. Well, Matt's doing it. So again, book a call with Matt. That's just me. <laughs> uh, who is someone the audience should uh, know more about? I love asking this question because it doesn't even have to do with today's episode. But yeah. who is someone the audience like of PTs that you think uh, they should know more about? So kind of a chance to like give a shout out. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, the one the one guy that comes to mind is is the the big man upstairs, Jesus. That's, that's, that's the first. I, I like that. We need to. Yeah. That's a yeah. cool answer, but why? Why? So I always let people elaborate. Why? Why should people know more about Jesus? Because he's the hope that we need. Um, he's he's the saving grace that is the answer. He's he's the beginning and the end, and and he's the way, man. It's it's been more than a thousand episodes. You're the first person who's actually recommended Jesus on three questions. So you've got that cool. distinction, Matt. Cool. <laughs> All right. Last thing we do on the show. Uh, we get the hard questions out of the way first, right? That's like, what are you drinking? The last thing we do is the is uh, we call it the parting shot. Uh, last chance for a mic drop moment. It's brought to you by our friends from the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. Find them online at orthopt.org. A lot of people actually today as we record, we're going in to take their OCS exam today. A lot of people getting out of there feeling very – You know, remember what you used to feel like when you walked out of a test? Just like <laughs> spent. Like you just sat there and you filled in bubbles or you clicked things. But you That's were – did. Beat like you feel like Depleted. I hit my truck. Uh, so uh, if you're thinking about doing that OCS exam, the next time it, it comes up, uh, current concepts of orthopedic physical therapy—that's their their course. It'll get you from wherever you are in your in your career to that starting line of, at the OCS. It's prepared by the experts. It's written by leaders in orthopedic PT. Uh, so find out more about uh, current concepts at orthopt.org. So. Matt, your parting shot. What do you what do you what would you want to leave with the audience as we wrap up today? Man, I would just like to say, uh, do it now. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Yeah. Just just get after it. Just just go and do it. If 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 it's been on your mind for more than a couple of weeks, there, there shouldn't be anything holding you back. Um, go for it. Whatever that is, man. That's that's my one. One big thing that I'd like to say. Yeah. How many? I mean, no. there, there's that whole idea of regret the things you do, not the things you don't, right? It's like, I don't know, man. My dad gave me a really great analogy, which was, listen, like you're walking in the box and hopefully you're going to see three strikes and a strike is a strike whether you swing or stare at it. So I don't mm -hmm. know, man. Maybe you want to take three cuts because bat on your shoulder it doesn't hit it very often. Some, sometimes the pitcher can hit your bat, but it doesn't happen very often. So take those cuts. RTM, if you're going to put it towards that, it, if it's not going away anytime soon, that's my gut reaction anyway. They don't they don't just bring these codes out uh, for something that's going to come and go. And if it's going to allow you to get provide better care, and people are going to feel cared for, if the if the thing if the barrier holding you back is I just don't know how to implement, talk to Matt or talk to someone who's doing it because Matt's got it figured out. Dude's in an RV right now, just doing this from wherever the hell he wants. <laughs> Why can't that be? Or that doesn't have to be you either, but you be you. So why not do it? Yep, uh, good parting shot, right. Matt. I love that. That's right.
All right. Uh, Matt, I appreciate you taking the time out to uh, to really kind of uh, start to unravel this thing that's RTN that we started to learn about recently, man. So uh, cheers to you. Thanks for, uh, yes, sir. for being on the show, man. Thanks. Good deal. It was my pleasure. There we go. That's all we cool. needed. Thanks, that was man. it. I told you. Hardest job in the world, man. Difficult. Real yeah. hard. That's awesome. Cool. We'll drop this in the next couple of weeks and okay. we'll put all that information that you share with me in the show notes and uh, and everything like that. And um, hopefully we get some calls booked for uh, for Physiotech and people just yeah. I mean, listen. These codes are out there. Why aren't we right. using them? Right. Awesome, yep. man. All right. Go have a great day. Enjoy the RV. And uh, how long are you going to be in Virginia? Uh, well, we go down to Shenandoah for those five nights and then where are we going off from there? And then we take off from there. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of time in West Virginia. So just maybe another week. Good yeah. for you, man. Hey, enjoy that road. Enjoy the time with the family. I hope, uh, hope, hope this little extra work in learning RTM has paid off in, in family time. And it sounds like it has. Currently it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Hey, go have a great Monday. We'll talk soon. Okay. Okay. Cheers, man. See ya. Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology as well as a Neurologic OT Fellowship, a Competitive OMPT Fellowship, and a Speech Therapy Clinical Fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPinecast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at BuildPT.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com. 